Hello there, my name is Danny Yeoman, wild bird expert for Pets Corner and developer of Peter and Paul Bird Foods. Welcome to the next for a number of special podcasts looking at feeding birds at different times of the year. Every couple of months I'll be giving you hints and tips on how to feed birds at that time of year. And for this podcast we're looking at feeding birds in September and October. The activity of wildlife out in the garden changes with every season and autumn is another busy one. In fact autumn is a brilliant time for watching all sorts of wildlife. Birds, insects and mammals are visible out and about eating as much as possible at the moment to enable them to embark on their various autumn activities, many of which can be quite tough on animals, particularly the really tiny ones. For example, a trip across the channel and then all the way down to southern Africa for some, storing up for an unpredictable but certainly very cold winter in the UK for others, and then there's those who will be finding a safe spot to hibernate, as well as feeding like crazy to give them the best chance of waking up again the following spring. As soon as they feel they have enough stored up energy to make it through the voyage, It's time to say farewell to a few birds that may have become regular visitors throughout the summer. These species include chiff-chaff, willow warbler, yellow wagtail, swifts, house martins, swallows and cuckoos, many of which do not feed from our garden feeders, but most of us will have got used to them screeching above our heads on warm summer evenings. But it's not all goodbyes. We get to welcome some wonderful winter birds that will travel to the UK to stay for the winter from much colder climates, such as Russia, Scandinavia and northeastern Europe. It will still be a bit early to expect them, yet but it's worth looking out for species like brambling, redwing, waxwing and fieldfare in the coming months. In order to see as much as possible through the autumn, you need to make sure wildlife has a reason to want to visit your garden in the first place. Your regular feathered visitors will be on the lookout for high energy foods and suet treats to build themselves up for the challenges that autumn holds in store for them. Those that are migrating need enough energy to fly across the channel and those that are staying in the country will be actively finding a safe, base camp in which to shelter through the cold season. Just by leaving appropriate food out for garden birds is enough to entice them to your garden in the first place, but in order to keep them there so you can enjoy watching them in the comfort of knowing that you're doing your bit to help them survive, you will need to provide a constant reliable food source for them. One too many disappointing trips to an empty bird feeder and they'll be off before you know it and finding food elsewhere. Without a doubt, now is the time to make sure that you are stocked up with suet products and Peter and Paul seed mixes for the busy autumn season so you can provide the perfect reliable sanctuary for your garden birds. So a few things it's good to feed this year. Well, first and foremost, Peter and Paul suet balls. My Peter and Paul suet balls will provide the birds that visit your garden essential fats and nutrition to get them through the autumn months. My suet balls can be fed from a suet ball feeder or simply placed on a bird table or directly on the ground. 
Another thing that would be great to feed at this time of year would be my Peter and Paul clean plate bird mix. For birds, clean plate means high energy. Birds don't have to break into the seed, which means no energy is expelled in actually eating the food. This makes clean plate an excellent autumn food. It has a very high K calorie count, far higher than their competition in fact. I cannot find a food that comes on close on the high street. Another great thing to feed would be my Peter and Paul Four Seasons mix. Four Seasons has been designed to attract the greatest diversity and number of birds to your garden. This food, unlike other general mixes, really does have something for all the birds. It contains no filler seeds, whereas up to 80% of other everyday mixes contain these fillers. And this means that when a bird visits your feeder or bird table, they will always find something to eat and won't go hungry. The last great thing to feed would be my Peter and Paul in full song mix. When feeding garden birds, you should be feeding all the birds in your garden. A lot of people do not realise that many garden birds cannot use a feeder and actually have a specialist diet. Robins and blackbirds need insect fruit and special tonic seeds in their diet. In full song has been specially balanced for these birds and others like it. With the summer season drawing to a close and all the familiar signs of autumn appearing, things begin to move on in the world of wildlife again. After making sure that you have sufficient food, the next thing you'll need to think about is shelter. It's now a known fact that there is simply not enough nesting holes and natural roosting spots for our garden birds to shelter over the winter and to nest in during the spring. This is the perfect time of year for hanging new nest box or relocating old ones that have been empty for a while. If you have a nest box in your garden that has been unoccupied for a year or more, chances are that it's not in an ideal location. The main thing to remember when locating a nest box are face away from strong northerly or easterly winds, but at the same time it must face away from direct sunlight. Ideally they should be secured around 6 foot up a tree to reduce swaying and finally away from smothering vegetation that make it tricky to nip in and out of the nest box. Remember, you can never have enough nest boxes in your garden and if all are located suitably they'll all be occupied by next spring and you'll really be making a difference to the success of many of the UK's favourite breeds of birds. When it comes to shelter, don't forget all of the other wildlife in your garden too. If you have clematis, creepers or ivy growing in your garden and you decide to give it an autumn tidy up, you should be aware that it will readily be home to thousands of hibernating insects, including butterflies, ladybirds, sheltering from the frost to come. Instead of removing the majority of it, you should give it a neatening trim and that should maintain its warm sheltering qualities. Also, you should remember to spare a thought for any hibernating mammals that may have found refuge in your garden. Any cosy little spot could be a potential sheltering space, including a pile of leaves or twigs. The most important thing to remember is to check beneath any bonfire sites before setting a light just in case there may be any sleepy hedgehogs. Once both food and shelter are checked on your list, last but not least is water. 
Autumn isn't always the driest of seasons and rainfall can be quite frequent. But what with the leaves dropping and rotting in water puddles, ponds and bird baths everywhere, water sources can quickly become stagnant, which is as unappealing to birds as it is to us. You should make sure that you clean out and top up your bird baths regularly, so our feather friends can continue to drink and bathe in fresh clean water. Making sure your garden is a haven for wildlife in the autumn will help enormously with the survival of our much-loved native species and will play dividends if you enjoy watching them in your garden. So you should stock up today and enjoy the host of fantastic creatures visiting your garden through this beautiful season. Every summer, birds undergo their annual process of re-feathering. During this time they look very scruffy indeed, even ill-looking. Thankfully they're not ill, they're just molting their old feathers in place of good healthy new ones. Molting season typically starts around July and throughout August, however you may still find a few around September-October time that still haven't quite got back their normal selves. The garden is usually quite quiet during molting season because the birds tend to feel vulnerable without their full set of feathers and are hanging on to every bit of energy they have. You should be doing your best to help them through this season by leaving high protein foods out in your garden such as Peter and Paul mealworm mix or Peter and Paul in full song. Also it's important to make sure their food supply is constantly available even if it appears to not be eaten. It's important they know that they have somewhere to feed if they need to. Besides a food such as Peter and Paul would be hard to resist for any feathered visitor. Whether you live in the town or country, you can help look after garden birds by providing a wildlife friendly garden that includes water and having the very very best food available for them. Foods like Peter and Paul. For more information regarding Peter and Paul wild bird foods, please check out the Peter and Paul website at www.peter-and-paul.com or pop into one of our wonderful Pets Corner stores. And the nearest store to you can be found on the Pets Corner website at www.petscorner.co.uk. Well, that's it from me. I hope you've enjoyed this look at feeding birds during September and October. For further podcasts, please continue to check out the stream, and I look forward to speaking to you soon.